0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Echo Podcast. My name is Ennis, and it's been a long time since I've done one of these. Been forever. However, today, I'm not alone. Please welcome, Serene and Miriam. Glad to have you here. Thank you, Before we start the episode, I'm sure that uh, a lot of people want to know more about you guys. So can you tell us who you are, what you do, and why you're here today? Maybe we start with uh, Miriam. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so hello everyone, my name is Miriam, as you heard Enes call me. Um, I'm 20 years old, I'm a biology student, and I'm uh, a member of uh, the DG department. So I am here today to do this podcast about Mm -hmm. uh, the latest discussion group that we had that was in uh, the city center of Epzuar. That was about state presence. So thank you for
2: having me, Anis.
0: Yeah, thank you too for attending. We go to Siren right now. Welcome Siren. Can you tell us who you are?
2: Okay. So thank you Anis for your quiet interesting introduction. So I'm Siren and like Mariam I had the honor to host this wonderful topic. And it's mm-hmm. the ti- as the title said, it's hypnotize your audience stage presence well i'm 20 years old and i have been a host long before joining esc club i love purple that's the most important that's the thing
0: we share for me i love purple too i don't know where it's when it started but purple is my favorite color uh as of i don't know when so uh you two are from the dg department which is a department responsible for holding discussion groups you two have the skills i would actually presume of uh captivating your audience and uh, talking well in front of the audience but uh before we start the episode i have a good announcement for you guys listening at home so the step and talk the event, the upcoming event, that takes the art of public speaking to a whole new level is here. It's a unique opportunity for you, not to, not only to enhance your English and put your public speaking uh, skills to test, but also to, to be in a very well supportive environment. So if you wanna attend to that, definitely check that out, uh, it's on our social media. But uh, without further ado, let's get lost in the echo. first question, which is a very classic one, is about confidence. I believe that uh, everyone who wants to talk publicly needs to have a degree of confidence. So why don't we talk about the importance of confidence, maybe what it is and uh, its importance in stage presence?
2: Okay, I want to start uh, talking first about this uh, subject because it's mm-hmm. very interesting and important in any public speaking or speech itself. Mm -hmm. So before diving into what's the importance of it or what do we need it, let's first understand what is confidence. So the confidence meaning is the feeling or belief that one can have faith or rely on someone or something. So, for example, you uh, are confident to Mm -hmm. blow up the audience minds. It means you believe that the audience will be impressed by your speech or presence or your whatever you're presenting on stage. Mm -hmm. So when you understand what does it mean, confidence, you can sense sense of uh, their importance and why it's the one of the main skills you have to have so you can deliver a good speech or a good presentation
0: interesting very interesting
2: so um about
1: confidence and stage presence um from our dg most attendees agreed that confidence is crucial for a speaker mainly because the audience tend to pay attention and trust someone who appears sure of his uh, opinions and the information that he's delivering. Even if maybe the topic may not be that interesting, if the person knows how to talk and they are sure of uh, their knowledge, you're most likely to be uh, more interested and convinced by what they are uh talking about
0: exactly
1: like yeah and and on the other hand like if someone is hesitant and doubtful um people may less likely be engaged in his speech and maybe they won't even value his ideas even if like his knowledge and ideas are um correct and uh, important and
2: you
0: you know that is true that is very really I wanna true i want to
2: add i want to add that confidence come within so you have to believe as i said in the description or the definition of confidence you have mm-hmm. to believe that what you're doing is going to be affecting in a good way you have to believe that you can do it when you believe it yourself you can make people believe it themselves also exactly so, confidence, yeah. so to have confidence you have to be confident in your own, in yourself than mm-hmm. your
0: the others. Yeah, they say that you have to become interested in what you say for you to become interesting for people to listen to you. So that really plays a role in, in confidence and exactly. the way you portray I yourself.
2: Put it in a better word.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I have a question for you. Uh, how does, you ha- you said that confidence comes from within. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested in knowing uh, the, how do I say it, Uh, the effects that confidence has Around uh, the audience that you're gonna engage with, because we've surely seen some people talk, and the audience is just uh, sleepy and drowsy and does not want to listen, even though what they say, this person that the speaker that uh, is given the the words is saying some things that are really important. Whereas we've seen some, for example, comedians, which just entertain people, but their audience is really engaged with them and really really focused. So, what do you think that the the road to being confident is for for people.
2: Okay, oh. let me answer you by rephrasing something you said yourself. Mm-hmm. Actually, to be confident or not, the audience will be interested when you are interesting. They will be. So, if you give the the vibe that you aren't interested in what you said, why would they even listen to you if you don't believe it yourself? It's all about believing and have faith in what you're saying, in that you are well and ent- understanding what you're talking about so when when mm-hmm. somebody is talking about their field and they are passionate about it and they have knowledge a big package of knowledge about this uh topic people will be interested on why what they can bring to the table what yeah. do they have in addition that the people that are listening don't what is so special about the topic you're saying Mm -hmm. so that's how you captivate the audience by talking about something you well aware and have a big knowledge about and also show interest show that you care that they care show a good like gesture and like reaction on how and what they are listened to
0: exactly that is so so interesting yeah is that something that you want to add on that, uh, Miriam?
1: Um, uh, so yeah, I think when you w- really care about what you are doing, like you can transmit, you can transmit your excitement to the audience. Mm-hmm. So um, choosing a topic that you care about does have does play a role in uh, you uh, being confident on stage and while like, giving a speech.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's all about the mental preparation and becoming interested and invested in what you have to say, for example, because we've seen some great speakers on that. However, that's the inner self. What about the outer self? Do you think that appearance, body language, let's say, for example, speaking style, because for example, me and myself, I sometimes want to listen to some people talk in a certain way or have a certain appearance, even that's biased, uh, over some other people. So what do you think is the relation between that and public speaking or stage presence? Mm
1: -hmm. So uh, for body language, Mm -hmm. it actually helps people interpret other people's moods and emotions. Mm -hmm. For example, um, when, uh, when, like, someone is anxious, or uh, they are too serious or maybe joking you can differentiate between these moods
0: mm-hmm. by
1: your body language you can even know yeah. what a person is thinking and feeling from like their reactions to things okay so basically yeah so basically body language um helps the audience uh like give the audience insights into your inner yourself like how are you feeling um Mm. what do you think about what maybe what they said and are you uh, like uh sure about what you are saying etc
0: yeah they say that for example if you have a crossed arms i I don't know if that's true but if crossed arms and uh and an open uh, posture are different because the first signals that you are very closed and very uh, let's say, don't want to talk, and the second one signals that you're open. And it truly does have an impact because uh, we've seen it. Uh, I'm interested into what Sirin has to, to say. So, Sirin, uh, hello.
2: Yeah. So, it's very important indeed. Your body language, the way you look, the way you talk, the way you speak, who you're looking at, everything is important during speech or public speaking. So let me give you five ways to improve your body language during the speech. Or in my opinion, in my skills, in my experiences, okay? Yeah, go ahead. First Um, thing I would love to highlight is eye contact, the leadership gaze. Who you're looking at, who is more interesting, who is more interested, especially. So when you're talking, there is like sometimes you make a joke, then you look at the people who reacted in a good way and you also look at the people who didn't understand the joke so you can tell who's like familiar with this type of speech and who's familiar with the other type of speech and also when speaking to a group focus on one person at a time for a length of a thought
0: wow that's (laughs) that's
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: that's cool to be honest Just
2: the first i've <laughs>
0: always i've always tried to look at all the people and that was intimidating for me now i have a new a new way of looking at things thank you
2: yes so focus on one person at a time for a length of a thought that's mm-hmm. the, the main Thing I would like you to highlight if you want to give like a good body language or a good presentation. The second thing I would look, uh, I would love to highlight, is posture. Okay, so plant your feet, shoulder mm-hmm. with with apart when you are speaking. Mm-hmm. So have a good posture. Like make them feel like you're in charge. Make them feel you're in control make them feel that you own what you're speaking that's what i mean by posture
0: wow you're you're acting out that role very beautifully (laughs) now i have to follow you (laughs) go ahead
2: Uh, thank you so the third thing that Mm -hmm. we need to focus on is facial expression it's very very important to be aware of your facial expression. Sometimes you don't like a thought, but you don't need to show it. You must not show it, actually. Yeah. For example, (laughs) the audience maybe didn't understand something, but you don't have the time to fix it or elaborate more. It's true that you don't need to show it, like hide it. You saw it, you aware of it, you understood, but you can't really show it so focus yeah. on controlling on your facial expression yeah the fourth thing mm-hmm. is voice tone the voice tone have a big role on your public speaking or speech or presentation on whatever you're doing. Even if you're hosting a game, for example, even if you're like talking to your parents, let's say, it's very important to be aware of your voice tone. So for example, know when you make it high and make it low, when you speak slowly, when you speak in very strong way. So uh, for example, when you speak in like a strong way, you know that you're highlighting something in your speech. But when you speak quietly, you will say that it's 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 just an addition or just a bringing or just definition. It just just know when to speak loud and when you speak quiet or low. Wow! All right. So for the last one. Mm-hmm. I would say it. I didn't know how to call it actually, but you can you can name me, it for myself. Yes, <laughs> myself. I would find it it's the most important in all of these. Like it's for me, it's the way you own your speech and your hosting in your whatever you're doing. So it's reaction acts.
0: Reaction acts. Yeah, elaborate on that. Curious to know.
2: So, of course. Who you are presenting to, who you are speaking to, who you are uh, delivering to. It's very important. And the most important about it is to know their reaction, their thoughts, their care. What do they know? What do they don't? So you can deliver in a better way. So the age matter, the shape matter, the way they think matter, the way they act mostly matter. Mm. So that's focused feedback. Let me call it again in focused feedback. So you, the, you can notice their feedback on your speech during the yeah. conversation. And it's very important to focus on that as well.
0: Yeah, it's actually so very, you, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Carry on.
2: Indeed. So if you have these five of the things I previously mentioned, you are perfectly set to be a public speaker
0: nice yeah i like how that rhymes the public speaker Thank ennis you. the impeccable public speaker yeah that's probably to, to over over stretching it a little too much but i'm trying to connect now the dots and it actually connects very well
2: okay so to summarize my points let me repeat my tips the first one is eye contact the second one is your poster the third one is your facial expression The fourth one is your voice tone. And the last one is reaction act.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, thank you very much for sharing this. But I'm curious now, uh, all of the four things that you mentioned are very well applicable. Let's say, for example, in the eye contact. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm talking about the four things. I'm going to the five. So the four things that you mentioned previously, the eye contact, the voice tone, the standing firm, and the uh, only considering one person at a time, there those are applicable. But how about the action-reaction kind of thing? Or uh, it, what if you don't know who you're going to talk to prior to to your talk or speech or public speaking experience? What are you going to do?
2: Okay, before commenting on that, I would love to hear Miriam's opinion on it.
1: Uh, I didn't understand. like how do you know like uh, your audience before having a okay. speech
2: maybe you misunderstood me when i said so- when i said know your audience i mean know how they feel how they buy how they act toward your speech you can notice if they left up yeah left up their eyebrows for example, you can notice one of your audience lift up their eyebrows and you can tell what does it mean subconsciously. For example, you can you can see when someone is laughing and you know what does it mean. You can see when someone is crossing their arms and frowning, you know what does it mean. You can see for example when someone is smirking, you know what does it mean. Yes.
0: <laughs> that reminds so you me. Of... <laughs> exactly,
2: uh, so you need the, to the focus.
0: Exactly, yeah. I'm not remembering the gif. Sorry. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> so you need to focus and pay attention to the people they are listening to you, to the people who are here wasting, not not wasting, but like like giving you time. Their precious time. So mm-hmm. you have to know, at least their emotion to deliver well your speech.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: And from
2: that, you can
1: maybe improvise or like you can know if someone like if your audience is getting uh, bored or uninterested, etc. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's part of the. Yeah, we, we humans are very good at identifying these things. For example, when you're texting someone and this person is replying late or just replying no. with short messages or and on a very individual level and only God knows tell, what it's like in a public speaking <laughs> let experience. Me, yeah. let,
2: me add, let me add a comment about your uh, point of view just now. Mm-hmm. Not a reply is a reply. So when you see someone is not doing any action, it tells you something. Yeah. So let, okay, it's a question for you. What it tell you when someone is not moving, is not crossing their arms, they are just looking at you without doing any move. What would you tell about this posture or this act? Mm,
0: probably they were thinking about something else or they're yeah, just or fascinated maybe. about my looks, which uh, I have to admit <laughs> uh, that is not the case. Okay, carry on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You can never know. I think the podcast. Can... They couldn't know how you look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Sorry, Mariam.
1: I said uh, I think you can, uh, like, tell many things. It depends on, like, the the person. I don't mm-hmm. think, like, everyone has, um, like, everything we do means one thing for mm. everybody. Yeah. And what way do you think that, especially, Mariam? because we are different and for example sometimes like even like uh the difference between extroverts and introverts and maybe like you can't know what what happened to that person uh previously maybe they are having a bad day maybe they are thinking about something maybe they can't really focus uh long enough um like there are so many possibilities Mm
2: -hmm. and how would you react on that
1: when someone is doing nothing, like not moving and looking Mm. at me.
0: Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's very interesting. And since people are different, um, I think it's it gets harder to keep your audience engaged. So the question here is, how can you do that? How can you keep those different people, the very different people that we interact with every day in a public speaking setting, engaged?
2: Exactly. So let me go back to the person, that person, that poor person that has no expression, no reaction. Mm -hmm. This person is maybe zoning out, maybe bored, or maybe just carefully listening to you. (laughs) As I was saying, how to make that poor person engaged or interested in your conversation is, for example, by... Describing a scene or a character, or maybe even pointing it, pointing him out if it's you can do it spontaneously without making him ashamed or embarrassed. Or you can tell a story. If you find something interesting in your life that you want to share, you can share that experience. Also you can for example relate to a previous famous scene or event. Also you can uh, make a remark Mm -hmm. or a theme or something that can you can tell that it will attract that type of audience i told you you know your audience i -hmm. told you look at them i told you pay attention at them so you can tell which way to keep them interested and engaged and to attract them to your speech or public speaking so
0: yeah that's very very interesting
2: and you can also ask a provocative question what do i mean by provocative question i mean a controversial question that may like uh zip them out to reality or sniff them out to reality and uh want them to comment or maybe disagree or agree with you or like you can extract reaction from them
0: okay so
2: if you did that, believe me, you're owning your speech.
0: But how can I know that I'm owning my speech and people are not getting mad at me, for example, because provocative questions are called provocative for a reason. What kind of questions can I pick, for example?
2: Okay, it's up to you and how you're mentally, uh, uh, let me say, socially intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, uh, relying because, on my intelligence is kind of bad because I'm afraid that I don't have oh, any.
2: Well, you have to.
0: <laughs> well,
2: if you want to become a speaker or you become a host, you have to know what to say and what to say.
0: Mm, and I guess that comes stage. with experience. What do you think, Miriam?
1: Um, so uh, for uh, the controversial question, I think you may uh, actually ask not ask say something that is uh, unpopular or unfamiliar that may trigger their uh, curiosity and uh, like trigger them to think uh, about what you said, and to pay attention to like where you are going to elaborate about what, that weird fact that you already said, for example.
0: Ah, I see. Yeah. That, that, Very makes, good point, actually. Very that makes sense to be honest. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And uh, for other uh, tips, Mm -hmm. I think you can um, try to involve your audience in uh, your speech by asking them some questions and give them the chance to respond to you and uh, share their opinions and then maybe correct what they said, you know. Like before you tell the whole... um, Before you give the whole information, you start by uh, actually asking them a question, and then see all of their answers and react to them, etc. This may um, may make them more um, comfortable with you, more uh, engaged Mm -hmm. in your speech.
0: Yeah, this reminds me of the discussion groups you guys hold, and now I know that uh, the icebreaker has its benefits. And it's very, very important to, first of all, get comfortable with your attendees and then uh, move on to to other things. Because when you, for example, when you have a connection with people that you talk to, if we think about it, why don't we get stressed when we talk? For example, Celine talks to her friend Miriam or me talking to my friends on the phone or my friends just calling me a video call that... 1 a.m. and I'm answering, no problem, I'm just holding a conversation like a pro, why cannot can't I translate this to the public speaking world? And the answer is often, well, because I don't have the same connection. So one of the things that I try to build uh, in my in my life is basic connection with people. And that is shown by care, but by valuing their time, as sitting said, people are not here just to, to waste their time. Uh, they're here to gain value from what you say. And if you care about them, you're going to care about the why, the how, why are you going to give the talk that you're going to give, how you're going to give it to provide the most value. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Very good point.
2: Okay, that's an excellent uh, understanding mm-hmm. to what are we talking about right now. Because you may want to uh, adopt to the icebreaker main idea to your real life world. Or to your real life daily basics which is like break the ice be comfortable control the situation by knowing the people
0: yeah by the way this reminds me of the discussion group icebreaker that you you've done and i guess it plays a big role in public speaking i believe that if i'm getting this right i did not attend sadly this is why we're holding this episode to learn with you guys but i believe that you uh you held a icebreaker of if you could only use your words, how would you do? No body language, no nothing. And I think that's very interesting because if you are only trying to uh if you're trying to work on some of the things that we mentioned uh, before for example your confidence your the appearance body language speaking style and keeping your audience engaged as we're talking right now one of the main points that you can implement is to try to isolate these skills and work on them individually so let's say for example uh, about what you say or what you can say you can for example just uh, try to use only your words How can you do that? You might ask. Well, you can talk to yourself, for example, because talking to yourself with no gestures that that plays a decent role. You can also talk to people online. That's another uh, another decent thing to do. How can you work on your body language? Well, try to (laughs) omit the words part. You can't use your words. How are you going to express yourself? That's the thing that may improve you. Well. How can you work on your appearance? Try not to speak and not to say anything. Only the appearance, your face, uh, your clothes, for example, play a big role too. And all of that can um, can determine or improve your stage presence. However, uh, and moving on to the fourth point right now, which is my favorite one, I believe that a lot of people are saying, okay, Enes and Sirin and Miriam, you're talking about this, but this is only in theory. When it comes to real life application, I'm kind of stressed and anxious. How can I deal with that? They might ask. And uh, I want to ask you the same thing. How would you manage stress and deal with anxiety?
1: So uh, for this, I have like the maybe the most basic uh, tip, but actually does work. Um, So what actually Mm -hmm. triggers our stress and anxiety is overthinking like your brain starts um thinking of every situation and every scenario that may happen and you start like how can i how can i respond to this how am i gonna explain this what if uh, this person or these people don't get my point or what if um i get uh, Mm -hmm. like uncomfortable while talking what if i forget my words i forget my ideas all of these thoughts that may um hold you back and uh make you scared and stressed and and anxious before um going and making like anything a presentation uh, maybe just even like normal social situations or like it actually mm-hmm. uh keeps you away from uh great opportunities yeah so try To manage your your overthinking and also try to ask yourself what is the worst thing that can happen like okay i'm going out there i'm gonna make this speech or gonna do this thing that i'm not really familiar with what is the worst thing that may happen (laughs) and then you will realize that like
0: people laugh maybe yeah it's nothing big
1: totally fine it's just a day some maybe couples of hours Mm
0: -hmm. just
1: a small period of time with some people and also uh, you can kind of trick your uh, brain to think that you the way you see yourself is the same way other people see themselves it's like um, you are anxious these people also may be anxious you know so it's kind of gives you a um like you're you will feel that you're not alone in this and yeah, everyone feels this we're way. we're not
0: alone at all
1: yeah Or uh, also you can focus on like your next idea and what you are speaking about and not thinking about too many things in the same time like just focus on what you are saying and try to be interested in what you are saying and exactly like try to have a normal conversation with people and have fun and get the
2: best out of that moment. Exactly, Mariam, And that brings me back to our DJ, where one of the audience made sure to express and for us to understand how important is acceptance. You have to believe that the, the DG uh, or <laughs> the speech may be not perfect, you're, you may do some mistakes. You may have, you may stutter. You may be afraid, but but not everybody has the luxury to have peace with themselves and have the confidence in that much in that level of acceptance. Uh, and another attendee added to that that they. They always meditate. They always do some yoga. Sometimes they go for a walk before every and each speech they have or presentation, which may, may be one of the good ways to get rid of the strange fright. And uh, I can add to that with some tips from my own. So for me, I believe that practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. So practicing, you're playing or singing. Speech to your beloved close friends that you aren't afraid of it will give you a sense of comfort in your own speech and your own work that you can own when it comes the, the right time and the most important time of that stage in that moment and also you can use positive statements to reassure yourself It's between you and yourself. You got, let me go back to the first step ever. And it's confidence. You have to believe that you can own that. You can do that. You can deliver that in a very beautiful way. And the third one is always, always be in a good shape, be in a good posture. Like eat before going, sleep well. Don't exhaust yourself before going to such an important event or an important moment, because it mm-hmm. will like get back at you and maybe ruin it for you. So don't ever do some unhealthy things.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah I agree with you. And especially those things so, that you say to yourself start to cut you off here, but Instead of thinking that why I'm thinking of people are going to be negative towards me, why not think that people are going to be so acceptable and so exciting to hear me? Because that's because first you you know you don't know what people say or might say, so why not think that they are positive? That's a good start for me.
2: So indeed, don't be toxic to yourself. Don't be bad toward your own. You have your own you have yourself. You gotta treat it the way you want to be treated. So if you are confident that you are gonna nail it up there, you will. Even if you make some mistakes, even you maybe did something you shouldn't have, even if something unplanned happened, but since you feel that you own it, you will own it. That's one of the main things about Myself when I'm going to host, and actually, like when you see me talking like this and giving you tips and giving you how to do and what to do not. Actually, me myself when I was young, and like, and I even remember the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I had the presentation in English, and when I got on stage and seen everybody's looking at me, I felt so small and suffocated. I couldn't like even breathe. Speak a word. Like I was so frightened. The stares, the looks, the way the teacher was crossing her arm and like looking at me in a very like judgy way. I was so in a bad position that (laughs) when I remember,
0: (laughs) we all were there. All right. One point. Yeah.
2: What did I do? I just dived into it. I just went with my presentation. I I didn't let the looks and the judge and the judgy looks and the judgy statements and even the laughter I could have seen that my classmate was shattering and laughing just between them and I felt it that it was about me and only God knows it may have but when I dived into it when I started my presentation when I owned And believed in my work that it's going to be good. Believe Mm. me, like two minutes later, I became comfortable and I did my presentation. And I got a very good mark at it too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which is...
2: So yeah, we all start from somewhere. We all have those bad experiences, but we do have to learn from them.
0: Exactly. And yeah, just uh, everybody starts somewhere and... If you're comparing yourself to someone who talks well, know that the, your comparison is not fair because this person has a different background from, from yourself and the only person that you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. So if you're an introvert or an extrovert or, uh, I don't know, somewhere in between those, just don't think that you are limited but uh, this trait. And think of public speaking and stage presence from all what we said. As a skill that can be learned, that you, ha- you that you have the absolute chance to to create and craft and get better at, and that's what the Step and Talk event is for. I mean, you get to put yourself your skills to the test. You get you get to have a very enriching experience and mark your your calendars. You have to to be there. I, I would not want to miss such a, an event. That's for sure. Me Me
2: neither. I am so excited for Step & Talk and want to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, Miriam, if you have something to add.
1: So, um, um, guys, if you want to improve your uh, speaking abilities and um, practice more and uh, um, conquer your fears of uh, public speaking, etc., we actually are going to have an event, which is Step and Talk, and you are welcome to join us. Uh, also, try to use the tips we actually told you about and know that we all start somewhere mm-hmm. and no one actually is born with all uh, with everything um, figured out and all these things um, just handed to them. And uh, exactly. thank you for
0: listening. Yeah, thank you and so thank much. You. And uh, I have to thank you again. My special guests, Sirin and uh, Miriam. Thank you so much for having me. Let's say learn from you. Thank that was a... you.
2: Thank you for
0: but having us. That was that was, it a very... was a pleasure. Okay. Yeah, same here for me. It's... OK. Yeah, Syrian.
2: Thank Thanks to you and it was a blast to be here and I actually had fun.
0: Yeah, same here.
2: so yeah.
0: you're welcome to to be here in other episodes but for now I have to wrap up the episode. Every good thing has an end and so does this episode. So Our dear listeners, if you uh, happen to enjoy this episode and have fun and actually learned something from the episode, go to our social media platforms and leave a like and drop a comment saying what you learned and what you're going to apply. And until then, I see you in another episode. Take care.